0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Family Engagement Fridays podcast by Early Learning Ventures. Today, we have Darcy Wilson from Hilltop Family Connections with us, and she will be discussing love and logic techniques for infants and toddlers as our topic. Welcome, Darcy, and thanks so much for joining us today. Hello, everyone. So today I'm going to discuss love and logic. The piece on love and logic that I really wanted to discuss is our boundary setting with um, our infants and toddlers. What that looks like. Um, so first, I guess to march forward with that, in with in, within your infant, within the first two years, you're not doing a whole lot of boundary setting. <laughs> you. Uh, um, within those six months, you're tending to those babies' needs. Within that first year, even you're taking care of everything that they need, and maybe just redirecting um, when they get into things. So redirecting, taking them when they start to become crawlers and walkers, take them away from that thing. Just saying, if you do a little bit of a a song, they will. Um, it'll come. They'll remember it a little bit better um, within their within their little minds. And if you do it over a period of time, then that will trigger them almost as a one-liner to stop doing um, the activity that you didn't want them to do. So let's just say that our little crawlers are getting into papers and books and we don't want them to do that. So I'm going to pick up my baby. I'm going to put them over by some toys. I'm going to just, as I pick them up, I'm just going to say, "Uh oh, no, thank you you know, and just put them over by the, what I want to put them over by. And as he's playing or she's playing with that, then, or they are playing with that, then I'm just going to clap. I'm going to praise. I'm going to encourage that play. Um, And then when they crawl over that again, then I'm just going to do the same thing. And that's how I'm boundary setting with with a crawler. With a walker and our sticky little finger toddlers, Um, again, I'm going to do that same thing. I'm going to be like, uh Oh, no, thank you. Kind of see what they choose to do because they may look at me and they may say, I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) And then, and then we're just going to take them. We're going to sit with them to play with them with something. And we're going to really praise them for playing with that thing. And if they go back over to the undesirable, you know, um, things that you don't want them to get into, then you're gonna redirect again. If they keep going over there and they start seeing it as a game, um, then maybe I'm just gonna block off that area or maybe I'm gonna put you know my little toddler you know in a high chair while I'm cooking and let them cook with me. Um, just to kind of get them away from that. I'm going to be assessing a few things. Um, Are they tired? Are they hungry? Are they thirsty? And can I, can I give them a little, a little bit of something Um, because their memory before three just, you know, really isn't there or strong. And even at three, it's a little patchy. So that's what I'm going to do. If as a caregiver, if I notice that I'm getting frustrated with my child, then I'm going to say, what's wrong with me? Have I self cared? Can I do something for myself to get myself away for a little bit to listen to some music, watch some baby animals to trigger that nurturing part of my brain to get me out of that maybe triggered state or exhausted state and up into my nurturing brain. Um, And if there is nobody there to do anything with me, the things that I did with my kids when they were little um, and many other families have done as well is sometimes you just, you know, give up, get on the floor with them, lay down there with them and play with them. Sometimes that is your break. (laughs) So they don't really understand children, babies and children who you're just teaching these skills to really are just learning your boundaries, just starting to understand they don't know right from wrong. And so we're just going to look at it through the lens of you don't know. So I'm going to teach, you know, like pre-teach. And so what that means is I'm just going to be showing them kind of what I want to do. I'm going to teach them how to do it. And maybe like you would in potty training, you know, go back over there. And be like, no, these are, you know, no, no. And then walk back over to the toys and praise, 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 praise. Walk back over to the items you don't want them to get into. Walk back over to the toys. Praise, 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 praise. And for every time they're getting into the thing you don't want them to do, maybe you're doing that five times. You're not doing it every single time. Um, But you're doing it when you can or most of the time to get that repetition in. And then you're going to build just these lovely pathways in the brain that when you say, uh Oh, no, thank you. Or whatever your one liner is, then that it's going to trigger that child's brain to be to stop and then to go play with the toy. So praise is the currency in your home. Let it be genuine. Don't overly praise or, or let it be fake, but children of this age really love animation. So the bigger that we can be, the more, bigger with our gestures and face expressions that we can be, then the better. Um, And they're going to clap for themselves, and maybe you're going to give them a big hug. But notice if if you're drained as a caregiver, if you're spent, it's really easy to do this with your first kiddo. Um, If you're anything like me, and I just ended up having five very close together, and then, of course, did daycare and then foster care because um i want to see how far i can stretch myself and then you're going to need there's going to be times where you can't do this for every child and you're going to need to just gather up those babies and say we need to get this energy out of you especially if we've redirected and we can sense that we're getting frustrated so then that's when i would just baby get an area off if it's nice outside go outside Um, maybe we turn on some music and we all start dancing together and we create an activity that we can all do together that provides a lot of excitement so we can get that energy out. Um, When we do start seeing behaviors and toddlers and that defiance, it really usually does come from them being bored. I have a lot of energy. Maybe I've stayed inside for a long period of time and I need to exercise that out. So I not only need to exercise mentally with my ABCs and one, two, threes, but I need to exercise physically. And then that does these wonderful things in the brain to help with, um, combat against um, any kind of like mental illness as well. It has huge effects for that. So if if it's cold outside and we can only spend a little bit of time out there, then I'm going to couple that time and inside time to get that energy out. And that's what you're going to do. Toddlers get exhausted just as babies do really fast. So you're going to every hour I maybe I need to spend 10 or 15 minutes just getting your energy out if I have a high energy child or children. And then and then for that next hour, maybe I can trust them to play with Legos as I check up on them and as they get some of my stuff done. Um, if you do this and you're not going to be perfect. Okay. So let's just get that out there. None of us are perfect. Um, so when I do mess up, and let's just say i snap at my child i i yell i'm frustrated i'm like why can't you listen um then going back to recover is a huge piece so that's going to be you know um you know mommy's so sorry if it's a you know a little baby then it's going to be cuddle time. I'm so, you know, so sorry. Nobody should be treating you that way. If it's a toddler, definitely try to use smaller words. Um, that wasn't good. You know, mommy or daddy were mean. Um, if you don't want to say mean, you can say unkind. Um, and we all get frustrated sometimes because what you're teaching your kiddos when you're doing that is you're teaching them that it's okay to mess up. We're people and we're going to mess up but it's really not okay that I was treated that way. Maybe that I had a redirection or um, a coaching time or I don't get a toy because I was trying to break it and it had to be put away. Or um, I love this idea of the toy timeout. And when I can be good with my toys, then that toy comes out of that timeout the next day. Or when it's a new day, it comes out and I we start new every single day. Um, so that's kind of kind of that behind that. So it's not okay for you to be treated this way. I'm so sorry. This is how we recover. And now we're going to do better together or mommy or daddy needs like five minutes. Um, and I'm going to do something for myself, even if that is doing some turning on some mindful meditation, that could be, you know, a great technique and doing it with your toddler to kind of calm down, get you centered back into that upper part of your brain that thinks correctly um, so that you can enjoy the rest of your day. Um, so those are some of the some of the things that you can do with your babies and your toddlers. Um, babies are, they're a little bit more simple, a little bit more easy. Um, you still want to say when they become craw- crawlers like, uh-oh or no, um, because if they hear that for the first time, when they're one and two, they're not gonna know what that is. And so they're gonna test you. But if they've been hearing it since they were crawling, then, and just redirection, then when they get to be one and two, um, they're gonna understand that boundary a lot more. And so preparing our kids with that that language um, beforehand. And it's easy for me to sit here and tell you all of these things, but trust me, I've been there. Um, with your kiddos and uh, you can do it just like I did and we can recover. Thank you.